I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. With Jen on the ether. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. The fart noise is an accident. Hi. Oh, Hi. Because Jason farted. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? So, Jumper. Jumper. <laughs> season four. We're into season four, guys. How does it feel? Whoa. Aww. Right? New season. How exciting. Can I say how great of an episode this is? It is a fucking it's solid season it's opener. so good. Mm-hmm. The uh, whole intro. I mean, the whole episode is really good, but the whole intro is 100 percent solid and it's also mm-hmm. kind of long because i think they were just like no nah, it's all good it, it's where are we gonna let's just yeah. cut late like yeah it's really good yeah that's true there's there's a lot this... in that opening uh it, it just so you know it it uh opened uh september 20 opened it <laughs> aired september 23rd 1997 and the so, theaters were all... catch it before it closes uh-huh <laughs> right by the way does Dave Foley has a wig on at this point, right? Is that? Oh, not, this might be. It looks like a wig. Yeah, because this me. is right after Earth mm. to the Moon, if I'm not mistaken. If, if it is a wig, then that's what it is. Yes. Okay. Then at one point, Phil Hartman's hair is very reddish because he'd just been doing Bilko, but I think that's that. <sighs> no. Was Bilko that late? It I must it was have like been earlier. Yeah. yeah. I, think I don't know. I'd have to look so. it up. You think I'd know better because the two things I was paying most attention to at this time were news radio and mm. Sergeant Bilko, the unless, TV show. Unless you had to have it read for small soldiers. I don't know. Mm. I don't remember. Poor Phil Hartman. All those movies where you had to play the same asshole neighbor. <laughs> he was still <laughs> in everything. Though. Oh, no. He's well, great. Bilko, he was just Bilko at least he's something else. He's he should have been Bilko. He should. He would have been oh, perfect. Oh, and if you've ever heard of Phil Silver's impersonation, it oh, I is bet it's immaculate. fucking phenomenal. But that's not what they wanted. They wanted. They wanted an interpretation. I get that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, John Lovitz, uh, his second appearance on the show. This time is a different character. Has his second uh, of three characters. He's outside Dave's window, <laughs> just kind of walking by casually. I just love it. So and the Dave the first him. one. Oh, oh sorry. Just just to recap. The first one was in the the institution. Yes. Right. When Phil was, I mean, Bill was crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I just love the entire interaction where Dave sees him, and you 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 know that underneath he's just like, oh shit! But yeah. he's like just trying to play it off with him. <laughs> morning, morning. <laughs> How are we doing today? <laughs> My favorite thing is, and I realize this probably is where I got it from, but was when uh, John Lovett says, "I've been better," and he just goes, "I hear that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that all the time, but it was usually when somebody's just saying something ridiculous sure, that I possibly sure. couldn't relate to, and I'm just like, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh. it's, it's, it's a pretty solid delivery. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm just getting ready to jump. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Can I get you anything? <laughs> oh, I'm just getting coffee. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. And just uh, carefully goes out there, closes the door, and then rushes to Beth to tell her to dial 911. I can't. My phone's not working. <laughs> it's up to her ear as she says this. I just wanted to look busy in case you needed something. <laughs> uh, 
I love her delivery on that line though because there's a moment at the very end of her saying it where she's like and I shouldn't be telling you this yeah 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 it's perfectly delivered um and Joe was rewiring the phones of course he so descends from the ceiling faster yeah of course you know as many times as they can to get Joe with as much of his shirt off as possible and filthy and coming from the he's ceiling he's doing so much physical stuff in this episode uh-huh. it's crazy oh my goodness yeah 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 like there's there's uh, dangling from ropes there's jumping out a window from mm-hmm. various different angles as fast as possible mm-hmm. there's remember, so many things I remember when this episode was on back in the day and my brother would keep explaining to me about how funny it was to joe jumping out the window every time uh-huh yeah. <laughs> he had to explain it to you <laughs> well no, no no he was just like he was just like he would always like quote the show he's like oh, i remember when uh, oh, okay uh, <laughs> dave was like stop jumping out going out the window backwards and he just dives yeah <laughs> I love back it. to my high school year. Yeah, that's good stuff. I didn't... I, I'm trying to remember... I don't know. I think we've gone over this. I don't remember who I watched this with. It was definitely something I watched on my own in my room. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Certain. I watched it on my own, but so did everybody else I talked to about mm, it. So okay. It <laughs> for sure. Fine. Uh, I guess Joe is reprogramming the phone system to make it easier... For speed dial. Yeah, for speed dial. Which makes no sense. No. Why, <laughs> that is not a thing you need to rewire. No, you <laughs> really don't. Did Jen, did you say when he hands Dave the cell phone to call 911, it turns on the Christmas light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so he's like, Joe, is this even a real phone? A- after that happens, because yeah. it's obviously like a light remote. And, and basically, a little bit of Christmas lights will come on, like mm-hmm. when he presses nine, and then uh-huh. one, a couple more come on, okay. and then one, the rest of them come <laughs> on. So stupid. And why there are Christmas lights there, I don't know. Right, right. And Catherine and Lisa are almost kind of pseudo-arguing on the phone. Uh-huh. We think like, it's just Lisa. So, yeah. And we see it's Catherine, and then it's both of them talking to each fucking each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's and so then, dumb. Uh, whenever Matthew panics, just the him oh trying my to God. dial 911, like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. And by the way... Every time I've been a PA, this is exactly how I act. When I've been a PA, <laughs> I, am, I relate way too much to this. So yeah, don't I'm, hire Jason as a PA. No, I don't. Just, please don't. <laughs> Bill's in the background watching Curious, by the way. Just just out of focus enough, you might not pay attention. Mm-hmm. And I just, my, But my favorite delivery is just, I can't. You know what? I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. And he <laughs> walks away. And I have almost said word for word that not ironically as a joke. Just like I, that is, that's how my panic works. I'm and, an idiot. Uh, I'm an idiot. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, Dave, Dave calls 911, finally, after Matthew fucking walks away. We find out... I don't think we ever officially found out there on the 14th floor of the Criterion Building at 1416 Madison. We get different pieces of information. And on the original, on the pilot, they're on the 9th floor, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. that's... They've uh, just built, they've, you know, five floors underneath it since oh, this okay. is the first season. Right, yeah. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, that you're right. I don't know what I was you're thinking. Welcome. Rising into the air. You're welcome. They, I mean, they did do that. In was it Chicago? There was a time. There was there's some city, whatever. Uh, then this uh, has been really <laughs> buildings in Chicago <laughs> history by <laughs> Jason. Some city where they built, they moved the building. Anyway, <laughs> Bill, Bill then calls nine one one and tells him it was a crank call. It was his little boy, Davy. <laughs> yeah, he is a cutie, but what a handful, huh? By the way, uh huh. Is that a thing where you can actually call the police back and say, "Hey, do you oh, get no, a no, you no, get a thing mind. from this number?" Yeah, hey. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 it's like there's one person at nine one one answering, um, and then he I, like he rushedly asks Catherine for give me a safety harness, a microphone, and uh, uh, a safety line, and all this other stuff. Oh, I've got it. Uh, if you need it. 
Huh? Oh, Tell right, the yeah, Joe to give me a safety harness, some sturdy rope, and a microphone with enough length to reach outside Dave's office, and they get ready to go live with a breaking story, and when the pigs show up, <laughs> say that Bill McNeil has the station under control. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell Joe to give me a safety harness, some sturdy rope. <laughs> <laughs> she just walks the fuck away. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and now, hey, you know, we can actually talk about the credits without being me being an idiot. The, this the is my favorite. I wish... Again, I think it's just because they realize, oh, yeah, let's do something more fun with the credits. Yeah. I, I really wish this almost started out with, like, season one. Uh -huh. I, I get they couldn't, but... For sure. Just the fact that every opening thing has a slightly different gag with each person, and each episode after, you know they just did, like, a series of, mm -hmm. like, just have fun, do something different, mm -hmm. and they kept having something slightly different on every opening. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. I love it. Loved it. Little Little character bits... You know, basically they expensed a trip to New York so they could do this. You know, that's pretty good. That's pretty great. Well, let's all get a free trip to fucking New York. Why yeah. would we not? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they use any. I don't know if they shot any exteriors there for the season because there's there. I mean, there are exteriors I think they had in this. So many in the can already. I right. Don't know. <laughs> well, there's exterior because there's an exterior shot in this show, but I think that could that could easily be downtown LA passing for for New York. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Well, yeah. they've already got second unit there. I won't see why not. I don't know. Yeah, let's, I don't know. Let's let's ask somebody. Let's ask Joe Fury. Joe Fury. If you're, you know what, Lou Morton's listening. Lou, if you're listening, tell us what happened there. I, we, we don't know what the hell's going on. Um, and then, so Dave then has to call 911 back, because mm -hmm. I assume because no one has showed up, mm -hmm. and has to tell him it's not a crank call. I am not a naughty little boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bill again comes back and hangs up the phone Yeah, mid-call. Oh, my goodness. Just and then is this the point where Matthew repeats what... Oh. What Dave already knows, or maybe has just said. Well, Matthew says After someone he's should frustrated call. Someone should call being 411. Called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Very dumb. I love this, though. Joe's saying, Dave, I got the speed dial working. For 911, you dialed pound 37. <laughs> <So> stupid. <laughs> God damn it. Uh. Uh, it's just like whenever anyone says to uh, uh, summarize World War II by saying WW2, you actually just said more syllables by more saying syllable. WW. Yeah, <laughs> that's a problem. WWI. I just say WWA2. WWA2. That's what you say to save Wawa. consonants. Is that kind Wawa. of your thing? You just want to save consonants specifically. Huh. All right, that's fine. I don't want to have to move my lips oh, around okay. more than I respect. Absolutely that. necessary. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go talk that poor, miserable bastard off a ledge. Live on the air. Start the promos. And Joe's got a knot ready for Bill. Well, when he, when he pulls, pulls on it, it, it just falls right, snaps right off. Right. There's so many moments, so many bits in this. I think there's three of them, of course. But uh, we're like, you sure this is going to work, Joe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many in this. Hey, he plays. That's a beat that, that Joe Rogan plays perfectly. That's one yeah. Of my it was like things. just enough of a pause where it was mm -hmm. like, and then when he answers, you're like, oh no. Barely moves his face, and that's like that's the whole gag that he's just staying yeah. in that beat. I love it. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, when when mm -hmm. I I loved it when when Dave tried to grab the rope and then <laughs> it just snaps off the fridge or whatever, and mm -hmm. Matthew Matthew gets just. <laughs> wiped off and just falls on the ground him and bill are like struggling for power with the ropes he's trying to pull bill back but they got they're it's just the at best. each other's face it's the best just at an angle and he's just it's amazing <laughs> he, there's so much dragged. energy between the two of them mm -hmm. it's 
It looks amazing. It's really, really funny. Yeah. Matthew getting dragged toward the office door then. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yes. And, just, and like, that was just icing slamming, on the cake. Yeah, yeah, slamming his head against uh, the door. Yeah, like, the why? rope would actually yeah. do that to yeah. him. When he looks up at, at, at Jimmy, he's like, what's happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's a very perfect What is moment. happening to him, then, Dave? What is happening to him, Dave? And then we get some pseudo-nudity. Because butt cheeks were been torn out from the dragging <laughs> on the ground. Perfectly for... cut out uh-huh. little circles. <laughs> Uh, Ah, boy oh boy Bill then casually goes out on the ledge with a harness on as though he comes out there to smoke with a harness every day like yeah he doesn't even bother trying to justify it just just pulls out a smoke and offers one to (laughs) who I almost called Max Lewis Uh, hey you're Bill McDill don't try to grab me (laughs) don't try to grab me (laughs) (laughs) it's weird that the uh, jumper also has a story about Dan Rather Good call. <laughs> I was one. They like call. to bring up famous news, but it's like it's like uh, as often as possible with Bill. Bill mm. always had like a, a what was the story with it, him and Dan Rather? I like, can't remember. It's always like something with Dan Rather though. So it's just mm-hmm. funny that this crazy guy on the ledge has another story about Dan Rather. One where... time I saw Dan Rather getting out of a cab and I ran over to him and I kissed him on the lips and puts his hand over his mouth coquettishly. <laughs> ah, to be young again. <laughs> so what brings you to this neck of the ledge? <laughs> so dumb. Oh, it's a delight. Uh, yeah, and uh, we find out that the reason he's on the ledge is not just because he wants to kill himself necessarily, but because he wants to read a statement. statement. Yeah. So he, he, he knew if he stood out there long enough he would get on the air. <laughs> when Dave interrupts, uh, put his out of the ledge, like, Bill, can I have a word? Excuse me, this won't take a moment. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, well, you'd need a microphone for that. Excellent, I just happen to have a spare right here. And then Lisa is like way getting into it as yep. a producer because she wants nothing more than to make this the thing that, that puts her name on the map and possibly still lets her take over Dave's job. Right. You know? Like, it's shocking how how heartless Bill is being. Yep. But then other people, like, even Catherine's, like, she's posing in front of the news people later, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like because she's going to do traffic and weather right after this thing that they're announcing. Yep. And she's just, like, pushing her hair up and smiling for the camera. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. So, like, everybody's... And then the, like, um... Beth is just telling, telling a story Beth, about Beth's her. like, got the hot gas, and uh-huh. she's happy to be on camera with it. Yeah. And then, uh, man, just everybody's being terrible. And then, but Lisa ends up, if you're paying attention to what she's actually saying, you're like, oh, Bill's being the worst. But then you're like, no. No. No, no it's Lisa. Mm-hmm. No, well, her she... ambition apparently knows no end mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Well, the news that she wanted... She wanted Janet Reno in a helicopter, mm-hmm. which Mr. James or had blimp. to point she's, out. Or blimp. She's she's mm-hmm. aiming for the stars right now, really. Mm-hmm. Janet Reno costs the at evil, least dollars to get Janet Reno. Okay. Yeah, and Jimmy's apparently like, hmm, I'll listen to this. Oh, no, we can't too much. If I may, mm-hmm. how often do you think Mr. James has tried to get Janet Reno? What was the situation that he right. found out that she cost $50,000? It's hard to say. We, we know he's probably deep throat, and he's had yeah, all kinds of uh, political dealing so who knows what he needed what to do. if yes he, under the guise of hiring her as a speaker uh-huh he tried to marry he lo- her he looked into the, like how much it would cost to get her to show up mm-hmm. so that while she was being a speaker somewhere he could try and marry her yeah maybe all right you know she's a powerful woman yeah that's yeah. true 
I don't see why she wouldn't be on that list. It's a good point. Influential. Um, I like that Dave is trying to point out uh, that, you know, we're not one of those animal attack shows. <laughs> oh, did you see that one where the bear takes a bite out of the guy's head <laughs> like he's eating a big pink apple? <laughs> that that image has stuck with me forever. Yeah. They, just what it is, the descri- how that what that goes into my brain. It's the worst. Oh, it's so good. I, uh, when, I don't remember that was before or after, but just Bill saying... Look, he just wants to read a statement, you know, about how the little mm. man, no offense, Dave, is treated sh- shadily mm. by the Beantown corporate fat cats. Mm. No offense, Jimmy. <laughs> I think he said bean counting is what he said. He said bean counting? That yes. Makes uh-huh. well, that, makes that makes a little more sense. But that's Rather fine. than specifically Boston? <laughs> I prefer Beantown, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's so good. Uh, oh, you know what we should do? Take a break. No! And we're back. Where are we at? I don't know. Okay, perfect. You're on the ledge. Well, let's continue with uh, that. Bill, Bill does tell him he has to uh, incorporate his name into whatever he says at least twice. Why? Oh, I don't know. It's some sort of FCC regulation. <laughs> and uh, I like that, that Dave pops out his head out for a second, goes back in. Jimmy pops out. Holy crap, you're on your own, uh, son. <laughs> if you get nervous, just imagine the listener is completely nude. <laughs> I'm supposed to imagine that you're nude? Well, don't do that. That's just perverted. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, oh, of course, uh, 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 John Lovitz, who we find out is Mike, drops that note, mm-hmm. and then, of course, falls, and you just hear Bill Mickey. Mike has a statement. To, <laughs> Do we think, is there any possibility that Mike Johnson is related to Johnny Johnson, and he gets oh. amnesia, and then he becomes Max Lewis, who's changed his name numerous times as a DJ, which is a DJ thing. I still have a theory. Mm-hmm. Mm. That because he wasn't in a insane asylum, maybe he's just a pathological liar. And yeah. He just likes to switch everything up. That's also fine. That's, <laughs> that also makes sense. And he could be in a fugue state for all of season five. That Whoa. could be what's happening. There we go. Schizo. Super, super big times. Um, a lone man, sad and despondent. A lone man reaches out for help and finds, and then he. <laughs> He's gonna about to go read his statement, and he drops it. Yep. And jumps and off the ledge it. to catch it because he's a moron, <laughs> and pulls them both in. And uh, the feet, uh, it's uh, yeah. So can I say by the way how mm-hmm. good this actual the, for especially for a sitcom mm-hmm. this set looks? Like, oh yeah, with the building and everything. It looks that. fantastic. Oh god. Because a, a couple times when they do like the wide shots and stuff, they do an okay like mat job. Like it looks nice. Like it, it looks, looks kind of impressive scene. actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. Good job, Spider Chambers, etc. Um, it does look really nice. Yeah. It's the stuff that we would, you know, when when we work on the Blu-rays or the HD versions, which I've decided we're going to be involved in, we'll have to upscale them a bit. But there's, there's it's not that big of a challenge. By the time this happens, there I will be just no point out, Blu-rays. We mentioned Perfect Strangers in the last episode. You can tell that the H, that the versions they have are HD. If they're putting Perfect Strangers out in HD, there's no reason that news radio cannot have the same i'm just saying sony call me whatever our number is call him go to our twitter call him um uh you guys carrying any extra weight yeah this guy strapped to my back he's got to be 200 pounds easy (laughs) dumb uh oh oh yeah and then they're they're dropping shit just to you know lose their weight including their shoes and their change which matthew is down there to catch and joe fury takes someone's wallet (laughs) yes he does (laughs) Just walks by casually right behind him. There we As go. As Matthew's going for it, but mm-hmm. he's too late. Yep. <laughs> he does it so sneakily, too. I just, like, mm-hmm. grabs a wall and just keeps just walking casually. Well, yeah. obviously, I got to take this. 
And then, uh, and then Mike uh, then reveals he's been carrying a pair of scissors with him the whole time, <laughs> so he can cut the rope if he has to. <laughs> what? Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? Yes. Why would you need scissors? In case he got arrested, to cut the handcuffs. <laughs> Cuffs are made of steel. So are so scissors. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, boy, oh boy. Yeah. Wait, is this at the same time that he does drop the scissors too, or is that later? I no, oh, I that's a little bit that's later. A little bit later. Okay. Um, and then yes, they're as we mentioned, huge, very they're gigantic office scissors. scissors. Uh, Beth does talk to the reporters about her ex. Uh, yep. She's talking about. We think she's talking about the situation. Like, Thank no. you. That's very interesting. You know, but uh, and you know, she has nothing else to say. Uh, and then Jimmy takes can, takes over and, and continually drops the WNYX mm -hmm. here on WNYX. I free just, advertising. Yeah, free <laughs> advertising. Why not? Um, we find out they've got a kill switch. Um, <laughs> I love the ad that Bill has to do right before he puts Mike on the air. Crazy Eric, he's clinically insane for savings. Or no, they she, they no, do it's that. Catherine. Catherine does that. I'm sorry. And then he says, "Love that crazy Eric." Right before he talks. <laughs> That's right. That's what it goes. See, it's a problem with my notes. They're they're a little uh, they're a little half there. Um, Do you want to but, my Catherine? But I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But Mike mm -hmm. eventually reading the statement and a just man says, at the end of his own rope. <laughs> Mike I don't Johnson. blame my, what did he say? I don't blame my employers, even though they're terrible or something like that. Mm -hmm. But but a certain Jimmy James, <laughs> and then Cut somehow him. yeah, Jimmy James dove over the desk, <laughs> over a coffee like onto the coffee table at super speed, was able to use the kill switch before mm -hmm. anybody else. I've never seen you move that fast before. <laughs> I could serve my energy for moments like this. <laughs> And then everybody thinks that they're dead because the feed is dropped. And then when they find out they're not, all the reporters are like, oh, they're all so disappointed that <laughs> nobody has plummeted to their deaths. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. And then we also find, I like this other note from Dave. Bill's life is literally hanging from a strand of Joe's homemade rope. <laughs> Damn it. Of course it's homemade. Why wouldn't it be? Ah, so good. Uh, oh, Joe, don't do not do the falling out backwards thing. It makes me nervous. <laughs> you got it. Doom. Head first. Just jumping out the window. That's uh, so good. Uh, then they decide they got to make Jimmy look like a hero. Do I have mm. to wear a costume? No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, jeez. <laughs> and then he, they decide, well, just offer him his job back. Promotes the, <laughs> promotes the station, et cetera, et cetera. Station. Oh, and saves two lives. Right, 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 right. Because... Uh, Lisa's forgotten their lives at stake um, entirely. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Oh, Dave has to has to promise Mike it because oh, he's yes. the only one who's a Boy Scout. They lower they they and they lower him down with two sets of ropes so, <laughs> so that he can be horizontal. So yeah. awkwardly, like yeah, going down. Uh -huh. yeah. I give you this. Well, like I Dave once. can't look like he's he's dropping down all cool and casual. Mm -hmm. We have to. Suspend him horizontally and more safely because we know he would insist on not being lowered on just one strand of Joe's rope. We also find out that Joe is not a scout, which Mike susses out. And Bill right. says, no, he's an Eagle Scout, decorated by, decorated by Admiral Douglas MacArthur himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the scout sign, though, which is a thumbs up because he uh -huh. can figure out how to do it. That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, this is at this point, Mike does throw the scissors, and Matthew catches them perfectly in between his two hands. He does the the clap. He to does catch it. Very yeah. impressive. Mm -hmm. By the way, actually, that was I'm sure it wasn't actual metal, but that was sure. actually kind of impressive because it is kind of dropped. Mm -hmm. 
relatively high for that shot to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, I also like this real, this quick bit that you don't notice necessarily unless you're just, oh, look, he gave him his job back at his press conference. Got a passport? No. And then he said, here you go. And then it has him pose for a passport photo <laughs> right there. <laughs> right there. And a bunch of men are in the elevator. And uh, you're going to take a helicopter. Oh, there's a whole time, too, where every time something fun or good happens, where you get, oh, yay. Like he says it several times. Uh-huh. He's finally so pleased to have his life back. <laughs> And uh, then he suspiciously glances, or like he's about to bolt out of the elevator right. as the doors close on him because right. there are a bunch of Secret Service-looking motherfuckers in there. Just aren't moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly right. And then, uh, and then Lisa asks where he's he's going. Siberia. Oh, come on! You don't have any companies in Siberia. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dave and Bill on the floor, which is something uh, about that moment. I love it whenever Dave and Bill can share like an actual like bonding moment uh-huh. this is kind of it's one amazing. of them like smoking yeah mm-hmm. smoking just they were both scared shitless like hanging <laughs> from a rope 14 stories up mm-hmm. so they make the decision to go downstairs so that they can get on some actual new ho- new york asphalt so they crawl out the door <laughs> and then dave opens, <laughs> dave opens the door and slams bill in the head <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> so ridiculously stupid ah. speaking of bill mcneil who just got hit in the head it's time for uh, the real deal with Bill McNeil in space. Oh wait. Oh no. 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 From the ledge. In From New the ledge. New York City. Jen's on the ledge. Are you on the ledge? No. Okay. Jen doesn't do ledges. Jen doesn't do ledges. That's fine. Hey, Bill can freely <laughs> smoke out there. That's mm-hmm. that good. It's true. That is true. Um, yeah, he will smoke whenever it's possible mm-hmm. so it's not need to be opportune it like, just needs to like, be yeah. yeah might as well smoke if i'm out here right um so i feel like of of bill's flaws the 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 fame and name recognition part of him is like the most obviously the most prevalent in this uh episode he like his narcissism is all about hey let's get the bill mcneil name out there this is my shot. Mm-hmm. I'm the next Dan Rather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but not for doing something appropriate or insightful. Right. Just something daring, seemingly. Just, hey, a lot of ears will be on this. And maybe a guy will die. Uh, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> it's just sensationalism, and he's putting his own life at risk. He's putting... Uh, what's the character's Mike, name? Mike, Mike, Johnson. Mike Johnson's life at risk. Mm-hmm. Just so we can hear Bill McNeil said on the air a bunch of times mm-hmm. in a row. Is there anything, though, to the fact that Bill's selfishness, just wanting to get the story out, was probably the only way to save Mike Johnson when you think about it? Because he, he, pro- he might have jumped if he didn't get the notes on the air. Doesn't he say at some point, like, there's some stuff that that he, he said like that dismisses whether it's important whether he jumps or not right like because he he says like um like he just laughs it off I mean there is something to be said like well if we're lighthearted maybe you know he won't be so serious about jumping but 
That's not really how that's... No, no, no. What I'm saying, that's not what... I'm not... I don't think Bill cares, though. What I'm saying is, huh? is there something to be said about oh. through your own selfishness? He's technically going to oh, save a guy's life. He's not doing purpose. it intentionally. Okay, no. Yeah. Um... Because if Dave had his way, the guy might jump. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, Dave's more nervous than Bill. So just his nervousness wearing off on the guy. I mean, he wasn't at the beginning, but I feel like eventually, if it was all on Dave talking to him... I mean, maybe. Maybe that wouldn't work. I mean, Dave has reason, but who listens to reason in this whole office? So, like, maybe, maybe it wouldn't work. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just so terrible that he does it, though. Like, yeah, he just, he just... How many times does he try and get him to say Bill McNeil? Like, he says two, and then I think he adds on more later? He but might. All I know is he requires him to... He requires to, him to yeah, say it, I don't know. He lies and says FCC regulations, but I feel like there's an, another edition where he said, oh, and then you say this. Like, oh, okay. Well. It's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Plus, I feel like he probably imagines that after it's all said and done, he can be like, and yes, I was the one to make sure to have this man's story told. Like, I can just see all the gears in his head, like, planning for, for like, after the story as well, you know? Because if it's big enough, if I make this big enough in the moment, I can ride this train for a while kind mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and he's also um, imagine, uh, suggesting other people imagine people naked. Which is something that sometimes people do, I guess, for, for public speaking to calm your nerves. Although, I don't know why. It's the second time he's told somebody to do that. Yeah. And, but not him. Mm -hmm. It would be inappropriate and perverted for you to imagine <laughs> him naked right. as a listener. But anybody else, just just have at it. Right. Because um, Bill's the only human that matters. Mm-hmm. So, those those are the main two I have. Just Bill always thinks of people naked, probably most of the time, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and he needs you to know who Bill McNeil is all the time, and he doesn't care if he's infamous, really, right? Because he just needs you to know who he is. That's what I got. This, this has been, been the real deal with Bill, Bill McNeil. Uh, I'm going to say my favorite moment is... Um, mm, oh, man, I thought I had my favorite moment. Jen, what's your favorite moment? <laughs> I thought I had it. There are some really good ones. Oh, no, I know. I mean, I I mean it, uh, it's, it's between the two. It's between... Mm. Dave pulling the rope and Bill trying to pull forward mm -hmm. on the rope and mm -hmm. them having, like, a tete-a-tete, a -tete, mm -hmm. literally. And, like, and like it was amazing because it was drawn out and really funny. And then you have Matthew as a punctuation at the end. Mm -hmm. But then also just them laying on the floor and then, like, him hitting him in the head with the door. Mm -hmm. it's, just, <laughs> it's really funny. And... and for two people who want to be respected so much. Yeah. Them just laying on the floor by themselves too afraid to get up and stand. Uh, from all the pressure and, and intensity of the day. Like, it's just, it's really funny. And there's just, there's something magical about the chemistry between those two. Yeah. Just in general. 
they're so good and they've just put so much into everything they do on this show that like them being together is just pretty amazing i think my favorite moment is matthew panicking and the whole you know like, that, yeah, <laughs> like this, uh, that, that, that whole bit that just the whole thing i can't do it this, i'm an idiot i'm an idiot i'm an idiot <laughs> yeah that's probably my favorite moment i will probably go with then uh uh just how especially how they shot it was you know bill talking to mike about saying he has a statement to make you cut to the inside of the office you still hear the conversation on the radio and you think something's going to go on in the office but then you just hear ah you see bill on the outside window fall mm-hmm. <laughs> over out of frame i mm-hmm. love that it's really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah jen favorite line oh um i i like um I like John Lovitz's line, even though he's a creeper as a character, apparently. But mm-hmm. it, it's just funny, his delivery. Of, I, uh, I, I saw Dan Rather getting out of a cab. I ran over to him and kissed him on the lips. <laughs> How about you, Alan? It's just his delivery and then his little hand his little covering hand his gesture. mouth. It's, great. it's really great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take uh, my line from your actual moment, which mm-hmm. is I just love hearing Matthew go, I don't know. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Mine's either, what is happening to me? <laughs> Which <laughs> I think might be the best del- delivered line in the whole episode. What is happening to that me? That or, so are uh, scissors. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it's John Lovitz. It's so dumb. Um, yeah. This has been an exceptionally quick episode, but that doesn't, that's fine. That's not a bad thing. Jen, what do you have to promote? Hey, so if you didn't tune in last week or or you know our lives are busy they're hectic sure if you haven't checked if you're registered to vote Mm -hmm. in your current state that you live in Mm -hmm. or where you temporarily don't live but you permanently live uh please check your voter registration status you can check on vote.org there's part of usa.gov you can also check on um check if you registered if you're not, please register. It doesn't take very long. And um, go vote in November, please. It's very important that your voice is heard, especially young people, but not exclusively. Um, we need to get those numbers up. Let's let's uh, get out and vote. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but um, please, please vote. Sounds good to me. Alan? You vote. (laughs) (laughs) Now that we got that away, here's some selfish promotion. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go to my website, Alan Rickert, A L L E N R U E C K E R T dot com. Find me on Twitter at Alan Rickert, A L L E N R U E C K E R T. Find me on Instagram at Alan Rickert, A L L E N R U E C K E R T. Legs. Rickert's legs. You know what? I'll probably be Rickard by then. Just keep it the same. Alan Rickard <laughs> and Facebook and what have you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you guys can go to CelerySoundRecords.com. That's my little comedy record label. You can go to JasonKlom.com. Fine. K-L-A-M-M. It's the last name. Uh, at JKlom on Twitter. At JasonKlom on Instagram. And uh, you guys probably just missed us in Pee Wee. Uh, Alan and I just performed in Pee Wee. So Where were you? Yeah, guys, for real. 
If you guys miss us in Pee Wee, you guys screwed up big time. Mm. Also, Jason. Yeah. I mean, Jen and I clearly did something that was to help the mm -hmm. people. I don't mm -hmm. know why oh. this is all just mm -hmm. selfish, but that's fine. That's fine. You know um, Vope. Is that the, that's what you said? Vope? Oh, Jason. Huh? I think we have to have a very long discussion. V vote. Vote. Okay, yeah, vote. You guys should vote. It's important. Find out if you're registered to vote and vote your votes. <laughs> Read up on issues that are important to you, like human rights. I've got an issue that's important to me. Vote. Great. Vote. Vote. That's fine. It's good. It's called Okay. Well, I guess Should there's I... only one last thing to say. <laughs> What's that? Catch Catch it's right after this. this. Okay, right. one last yeah, thing we'll to say. Thing. Catch you later, bee cakes. <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. <laughs>